This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Richie, Post America Podcast. We're back. Big, long delay, but you know how we do. We're gone, and then we're back. Today, I got my man, Matt Carl from Gridiron. What's up, Matt? What's up, Richie? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Right off the bat, we got to say, I got to say, I'm an expert in this game. And this new, this latest Gridiron release, No Good at Goodbyes, is the, is, Album of the year so far. I mean, you know, what what is it? July? So something could happen. Something crazy could happen. Somebody out of left field. But so far, man, yo, I mean, and there's been some great albums released this year. So respect on that. If anyone has not heard that record or, or, or just heard about it, but it hasn't like delved into it, you listen to one or two tracks. Nah, go from the beginning, listen to, listen to it to the end, listen to it on a long ride, and you'll understand. Yo, respect on that album. I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Yeah, it feels feels good. Really happy with how uh, everything turned out with it. Yeah. Yo, you've been in uh, a, a handful of bands in the past, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I started. So my first band I was in, uh, I filled in for Rock Bottom. I did vocals for them for like a year. And then uh, then once I stopped doing that, then like I tried doing a couple projects uh, immediately afterwards. And it was I mean, you know how it is with starting to, you know, trying to start a new band. You you get a practice or two in, you write a couple tracks, and then it kind of fizzles out. You know, you're not really feeling it, or someone else isn't really feeling it, and uh, that kind of happened. And then I kind of just, you know, stopped for a little because I felt like I was kind of forcing things, and uh, you know, just went to shows, hung out, and stuff like that. And you know, thought to myself, when the time came to start a band, it would happen organically. So, you know, I just stopped forcing it and, you know, when it happened, it happened. Oh, so really just rock bottom then before this. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I was in a band after that. We might've played like five shows and then, uh, I was, in, uh, that band was wrath and ruin. And then I was in a band called vanish and we played one show and that was at the Barbary. Um, you remember the Barbary and yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was with like uh, sheer terror and war hungry. So that show was sick, but yeah, that was the only show we ever played, uh, as vanish vanish i like that name and you know what name i like and i always liked it was rock bottom that was a hard name for a band. yeah it's cool it's like you know it, it got a little a wrestling pun to it and you know rock bottom yeah it's a good name yeah it was dope they're, how'd you how'd you come up with their, this uh oh did this stuff play rock bottom yeah they uh they actually just recorded an lp not too long ago they put out like a, a little two-song teaser and it's pretty cool stuff it's like definitely a little bit different from the old stuff it's a little more like on the thrashy like crossover side but uh it's cool so who's singing then you like there was a singer then you came in and then that original guy's back yeah yeah that's exactly what happened who is he Do I uh dion he was you you remember that band war pigs yeah From, yeah like, definitely. Dolson, this, he sang for that band war pigs i was sitting on a war pigs t-shirt for like almost three years my friend uh martine from london was like get me this war pigs t-shirt i'm like all right so i get it for her then I don't hear from her. I don't know where to send it. 
Then she hits me up like a half a year later. You got that shirt? I don't know where it is. I can't find it. <laughs> then like almost two years later, I find it. And I'm like, give me an address. I sent it out like a few months ago. I was sitting on that shirt for years, bro. <laughs> Better late than never, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know she got it because I hit her up. Like, yo, you get the shirt. I didn't hit them back. You, you don't appreciate? Yeah, Jeez. you just got ghosted, man. All I fucking did for you and just the thanks <laughs> I get. Well, check this out. Uh, you're out of, uh, you just told me, Pottstown, PA, home of the yep. brave. And uh, coming up in PA in Pottstown, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know too much about that area. Yeah. A little outside of Reading. I'm very familiar with Reading, you know, uh, being in Mushmouth and the majority of the guys in Mushmouth were from Reading. So I, you know, would always have to go out there to practice, to write shit, you know, and, uh, and now with reverb and our homie and that, and that mix, what's the, what's the deal with Pottstown? How's it going out there? A lot of kids or what? Yeah. So we just uh, moved here. Uh, about a year ago, I grew up in Boyertown, which is five minutes away from Pottstown. So, mm. I, you know, most of my life I've been in this area or, you know, there was a little bit of time where I lived like in the city, in the city. Um, but it's just like Pottstown's a little bit bigger than Boyertown. Pottstown's like a, I guess you'd consider it like a small city. Um, you know, it's it's similar to Reading in some ways. And um, it's cool. There's like, it's up and coming right now. There's a lot of like cool new restaurants popping up and like um you know a bunch of different shops and stuff like that so they're really trying to you know make it more tourist friendly as of as of lately yo i've noticed a lot of that with with some uh like the the smaller pa towns like like phoenixville yeah that's exactly that's what i was going to use it as as an example they're trying to turn it into phoenixville yeah, because uh, I remember going to Phoenixville and being like, ah, it's like a deadbeat little white trash PA town, typical. And then the last time I was there, I was like, oh, look at this. They got like nice little restaurants. They got like this main street all blocked off with seats all over the place. It was like, it was nice. Yeah, that main that main street pops off on weekends. That shit that shit gets crazy, dude. Yeah, like every I ate bar at, just packed and totally, totally. I I ate at a couple restaurants there too. All good food. I was uh, I was surprised. I went to see like a comedian. It was actually that guy, Michael Rappaport, right? He played okay, out, yeah. outside of Phoenixville in another town. But like, if you weren't from there, you would think you were still in Phoenixville. Yeah. But we went to Phoenixville uh, before that. And we, because it was like during the pandemic and this guy was set up this outdoor show and we're like, ah, we'll test it out. But Phoenixville was bumping even during the pandemic with all the outside shit. And then uh, we went to that show and I, that's when I got my taste of Phoenixville. It looked totally different than I remember. I'm going to take a swing at the town that you were in. Was it called Spring City? Yeah, I think it was. Chaplains? I don't was know. the name of the spot? I don't know because it was outside. It was Okay. In, so if it was, it was like, if it was this chaplain's place, it was like in the, like the courtyard in front of it. It was like in the okay. field. There was train tracks next to it. I remember trains going by when, when the dude was like, you know, giving his, uh, his whole stand-up deal. It was funny. He was funny though. That's cool. Yeah, that Chaplin spot, they do a lot of like comedy stuff and like rap stuff. Oh, they so do I figured rap? it was probably from there. Yeah, there, there's a good amount of like hip hop shows that come through there. Like nothing, nothing crazy, like more like local stuff, but they do a lot. Hmm, maybe I should hit them up, see if they want to book Italian Ice, son. There you go. I'll Yo, be what's there. Up? See, now, now Gridiron got the little rap flavor in there. Yeah. Now, yeah. Are, are you a guy that's into hip hop or are you just more into like the crossover stuff? You know, like the, the band, the band style, the E-Town Concrete style stuff. So I grew up around hip hop. I had two older, brother, older brothers 
Um, and they put me on to stuff when I was like mad young, like too young to probably be like listening to this shit I was listening to. But um, I mean, I remember, you know, listen, listening to the locks and listening to Tribe Called Quest. And I remember getting like Beastie Boys, you know, Hello Nasty when it came out and stuff like that. So um, I definitely was entrenched in in like hip hop before I knew what hardcore was. Mm. So when I discovered hardcore, it was very easy for me to kind of like grasp onto hardcore that uh, had some kind of, you know, familiarity with hip hop. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me, let me hit your head then and say, who's your guy to give me the top three hip hop. All time. All time. Every time. Uh, In no particular order. I kind of flop them around. But uh, Big Pun definitely is one of them. Wow. Big L, Big L is definitely one of them. And then third, I go back and forth between Biggie and Tupac. But um, I, I have to, I have to side with the East Coast at the end of the day. So definitely, so Biggie, Biggie, Big L, and Big Pun. Wow. So there's not, I mean, there's not one living brother amongst that whole mix you gave there, yo. Uh, and th- this is the thing with big pun underrated i mean but i think the people in the mix know but other people don't realize how good that dude was man it's the same 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 deal with big l too like if big l would have stayed alive i think he would have been in the conversation with biggie and tupac like yeah he he just didn't have the the amount of material right he kind of right yeah big l rest in peace all he remember he had this song called uh uh ebonics right yes Yep. Wow. Where, like he went through the alphabet. Yeah, that shit yeah. was crazy. Totally dope. And uh now when you when you go with Biggie and and uh Tupac, this is my deal. Tupac was a handsome guy, he looked good, and he had that he got that like baritone old school voice. Right. And Biggie was kind of ugly as fuck. He had a sloppy <laughs> voice. But Biggie oh, outskilled that fool 10 to right. 1. Right. And and I think people kind of gravitate towards Tupac more because like his delivery is like more aggressive than biggie yeah you know so like people like you listen to tupac and you probably you get more like hyped up than you do if you were like you know listening to a biggie track or something like that but they both had like you know similar lyrical content and you know shit like that yeah and my deal with tupac is this once i realize you're an art school kid that's in in a background dancer for digital underground doing a humpy dance. <laughs> Yo, it's a rap, bro. Enough with this gangster shit. It's just a it's just a ploy. I ain't right. buying it no more. I ain't right. buying it. Biggie son. But my number one big pun song, I can't even say the name on the air nowadays because because people don't like like that word. But yo, it, the, the the key line in, in the song is cheese doodles, grape soda. So if anybody knows that song, Yo, hit me up if you know what I'm talking about. That's the song, Big Pun, bro. I love that. I love that, the, dude. The 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 big pun line that got me was the dead in the middle, a little Italy, little did we know that we riddled the middle men who didn't do diddly. That's like the craziest shit I ever heard in my and, life. And, and the way the he dropped time, it. Yes. Yep. When I heard that for the first time, I was like, how does how do you come up with that shit, man? Like it's yeah. crazy. Because th- that was the whole East West beef. And then they took that that West Coast song. And they, they, who, they, and the, the guys were legends that were on that song, and right. they buried them. They right. buried them. Two Puerto Ricans buried them, brothers, son, on their own beat. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, he was, he's great. Big L was great, great choices. I'm surprised you went that route. Good for you, young brother. Good for you. <laughs> You're in the mix, but yo, like I said, 
you know, you did an interview with uh, uh, Joe Harcourt on his podcast, and you really went into like a lot of your early stuff and this and that because Joe always gets deep. He's he's a well researched guy when he's talks right. to somebody. So if anybody wants to check that, check that out. But I'm gonna have uh, Matt here today because he's a PA expert. He and uh, we just had a big weekend. We were at this is hardcore. And uh, we're just going to go over some shit, you know, and we'll see where it goes. But what days did you go to the fest this year? So I had like the craziest week ever. So I I worked on Thursday and Friday. I usually wake up at like 430 for work. So Wednesday, we all went down like me, Joe and a bunch of other friends. We all went out to eat on Wednesday before the fest started. And then um, Thursday, I went down Thursday to the pre-show. Uh, and then I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I went, I went all four days. Oh, great. All right. I'm talking to the right guy. Then I'm talking to me myself. I only got to go there on Saturday because Thursday I had to pick some people up from the airport. They decided to land in Newark, uh, New Jersey, rather than Philly. I was working in New York city. So I drove, I drove in to work that day, picked them up from the airport, took them back to Stroudsburg and, uh, I only and then I had to drive them back on Sunday. So I, I I saw Saturday, but I didn't see the whole thing. Now, give me the give me the standouts for, for the uh, first day you were there. Um, the first day, I mean, Tsunami is they're like they're like the Beatles of hardcore right now, bro. Like anywhere they play, they got, um, you know, they got samples in their tracks and they got, you know, h- hundreds of people up front knowing every single word to the samples that they have you know what oh, i mean like they're sick. it's just crazy um yo let me stop you right there since you mentioned that are samples coming back i think samples are coming back you see more bands starting to start tracks with samples which is i'm i'm all for it i love that it shit. seems like they disappeared for a while right yeah yeah i, I mean back in, in, in my day like you couldn't put anything out without a sample you had to have some kind of sample in a mother right right yeah so that's good. That's good news. Good for Tsunami bringing that shit back. And I think that's key, man, especially if you could incorporate it live. If you could put that sample in in your set, people right. bug out. They love that. Yep. Shit. yep. And then we actually uh, about a month ago, we just went and did like a West Coast weekend with them. We did uh, Vegas, L.A. and uh, San Jose. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was pretty cool getting to see them again after getting to see them, you know, three days in a row out on, in their home turf. How do so, they do uh, out they, in the home turf? People love them or what? it's just is mayhem bro like it's just you can't even put in the words like how people it's nuts it's it's crazy i've Um, never seen the the uh, the the california scene at this level before like yeah it's nuts i mean yeah thriving dude from the bay area down to la it's just like it's it's wild right now i mean the hardcore in general i think is just in a really good spot with a lot of new people who care and want to get involved and stuff like that and uh mm. it's good to see because you didn't really know how it was going to bounce back after you know not having shows it'd be easy for people to take up another other hobby or lose interest or something like that but it it came back with a bang and it's been good ever since that's the truth that's the truth all right continue continue so uh scarhead always love seeing scarhead they had a dj on stage which was awesome they did, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, they should always have that. That's great. Yep. Yeah. So he was, you know, on the ones and twos in between songs and during songs. So that was cool. Um Carry by Six, love that band. One of my favorite, you know, PA bands right now. How was uh, Zach? Co- is he is he good front man or is he slipping? Yeah, incredible style. 
Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, endless style for Barone for real. Don't say too much. His head is grows and grows and grows. <laughs> they cover bulldoze. Oh, um, sick! How'd that go over? Awesome. Um, the guitar player of Bulldoze was in the pit pitting for Bulldoze cover, which was beautiful. That was that was yeah, that was sick. Um, uh, hold my own. Uh, open with stout a stout cover, which is sick. Oh, and, fuck um, yeah, that's great. I I love I love hold my own. Um, it's cool because you got the Chicago, you got guys from Chicago right in the music, and then you got Greg from uh, like Mongoloids and uh doing vocals and stuff. So you kind of got like the Chicago meets New Jersey mashup, which I don't think has been done before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's Yo, pretty si- cool. since you mentioned those two bands carried by six and, uh, and hold my own, I got to put it out there. The split seven inch coming out with those guys, hold my own carried by six split seven inch. I never ran, never will records. So check it out for the future. All right, my friend continue. Let me, this is all Thursday. You're talking, right? Yeah, this is still all Thursday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, then then uh gloves off uh, another another good local PA band. Yeah, um, hard. I always like the yeah. recordings, vicious. Yep, yep. And then um, zero trust, which is uh like Zach from Bulldoze new stuff. Um, really, I'm not familiar that, with that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think I think they have an LP. Okay. I think they put out an LP not too long ago, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool shit. Um, and then I missed. Unfortunately, I missed the first three bands because uh. I worked, so traffic was pretty bad getting down mm. to the city. So Zero Trust was the first band that I got to see on Thursday. Yeah, you can't see everybody. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, it, it's a long, it's a long four days, man. Yeah, that's dope though, and that was at Underground Arts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I love Underground Arts. I know it's sacrilegious to say anything against the church, you know, in Philly, because people love the church, but. My old ass rather go to underground arts. I can't see nothing at the church. If it's packed at the church, I don't know what's going on. I can't see anything. It's uh, it it gets so packed in it. But if you're like active, if you're like, if you're dancing and doing all right. that shit, yeah, the church is the place to be, no doubt. If you're like a viewer, a spectator, you know, I love underground arts, and I always love a a, a club that's just underground, all painted, all black. It looks right. like it's two in the morning, even if it's sunny outside. You know what I mean? It kind of has like that little, like that grimy feel to it. Yeah, totally. It looks yeah. like a yeah. like a grimy underground club where uh, on Wednesday nights they do a weird goth night, and girls are like using you know, grinders to cut chains and sparks <laughs> are flying. It's got that people, vibe, you know? People walking around on leashes and stuff. Yeah, and all yeah, that crazy like, shit. Yeah. yeah, that place is dope. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty partial to the church, but you know, I think most people are. But uh, it is nice having you know, a, a venue like that with the church, because some things, you know, might go be- over better at the church than they would at underground arts and then vice versa. Totally. And, and, you know, personally, cause you're a PA guy, but just the volume of shows in and around Philadelphia is just next level. I'm not sure it's, there's another, another region that is popping like that for even the last decade, to be honest. Yeah, it was a couple like a month ago. I want to say a month ago. It was the weekend of the Fury of Five reunion in Jersey that I went to four shows in two days somehow. Like I hit four shows in two days, which, you know, amazing. It's just, it's crazy. It's just nonstop. It's every single weekend it's going on. And it's I mean, great it's great to have that option, right? Yep. We're super, yeah. You know, we are very, very spoiled in this area as far as live music goes. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, who headlined on uh, Thursday? Tsunami. 
Tsunami headlined? Or no, I'm sorry. It was uh, H2O after Tsunami. Oh, H2O. Oh, yeah, fuck. I caught, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, I caught I caught two H2O songs and then uh, had the 4.30 a.m. wake up time again. I worked on Friday, so we had to try to uh, manage our time. Now, that's a tough act to follow for H2O. I mean, H2O is a legendary act, but damn, I would want to be in that position. Good, good yeah, luck. The, uh, good luck to the, them, right? Su- su- yeah. Su- I mean, Tsunami is just, you know, right now, like all, all the, the younger kids, that's like one of the bands for the young kids right now is Tsunami, you know? So like, you know, playing before, let, well, I'll put it this way. When we did the weekend with them, I'm glad we played before them and not after them. You know what mm. I'm saying? Got you. Yeah. Yeah. The res- all respect, of course, H2O. I love H2O. But oh, no doubt. Yeah. That's a rough act to follow. Nice. And what was up with uh Friday? Same same venue, I believe, right? Uh yeah, same venue. Um, Fool's Game opened up, which is a really, really cool uh PA band. You got some got some people from around here, and then uh you got um the singer up from up your way a little bit, but uh yo, the, sing- the singer's called Clemo, right? Clemo, right. yeah. Clemo. Yeah. Now there's yeah. like a little tiny ass town like an hour from me called it's spelled like that. Is he from there? I'm not sure. I know he's from. Like, or is that his real name? North. That's his last name. Yeah. I oh, think, okay. All right. I all think. Right. Yeah. Because there's a town called that. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker from that, that place. Maybe, I wonder. Maybe he's from there, and that's just why he's called that. But Clemo. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He he fronts that band, and uh, it's a bunch of younger kids, kids that you can tell really care about hardcore. You know, yeah. they're at every show. They're moshing to every band. They're staying after, you know, helping Joe clean up and stuff like that, you know. So it's cool to see bands like that, you know, that really work, you know, to get a spot on This Is Hardcore. Yeah, fuck you yeah. You know, to finally have their time to shine. And you know what? You We, we talked about the split with uh, Hold My Own, Carried by Six. Also in the works for uh, Never Ran, Never Will Records is... Uh, is a fool's game and risk a split seven inch with, with those two bands. That'll be awesome too. Cause risk played right after fool's game. Yeah. And, uh, See, there's a method to this madness. Yep. 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 You, you got the formula down, man. Um, yeah. Risk another very sick band, just super high energy, like nonstop in your face, hardcore. It's, it's great. Just, you know, no frills, just straightforward shit. And it's awesome. Yeah. And they're from Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Man, then, Joe knows uh, how to book a fucking show, right? Crazy. It, it's truly and and every year for this is hardcore, I'm like, there's no way this guy can out outdo this lineup next year. And it just happens every year. So I just yeah. keep and my you know mouth what? shut now because it's every year it's yeah. better. It's crazy. And I second guess a lot. And I tell him straight up. Like I tell him straight up. Like when I saw Thursday on the bill, I'm like, Thursday. Man, what you thinking, man? I don't know if that's that's the right move. Oh no, you'll see, you'll see. And then I I saw this footage. Oh my god, like it's crazy. Same yeah. thing happened with Saves the Day when he threw Saves the Day on there. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Why, was, why why you put them on there? Next thing you know, I'm wrong. He's right. You know. Yeah, that uh, I'm not really. That's not really my thing. Like mine either. Wise, but oh, I god. love Saves the Day. I love Saves the Day for some reason, and that's still probably top five all time this is hardcore moment for me was that saves the day set and he you know, told I, me that he's like you'll see hardcore kids around here love saves the day and i don't know saves the day one way or the other i just know they're not what you would call a hardcore band so i was like 
uh, is this the right move to throw them on there, even with Thursday? But I was wrong. That dude knows what's up. Yeah, that both those bands, Thursday and Saves the Day, are from Jersey. So, you know, mm. they got the local, the local appeal to it too, which, you know, I'm sure helps. But yeah. He uh he got the he got it down to a science, man. It's crazy. He's a smart kid, that kid. Who else we got on that day? Uh Hangman, which is uh oh, another yeah. band that I love, man. That Dope shit's band. awesome. Um, you know, that's just like straightforward New York hardcore. Uh every time I see them. It's just, you know, great reaction, great energy. Um, yeah, that band just, it, do, it does it for me, you know. Yeah, they're really cool. I give them props. That's a cool band. Then, uh, you know, Punishment played. Oh, is Joe getting vicious the or King, what? Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe. Joe was up there doing his thing. Um, it, they sounded incredible. They sounded no, His voice, the last tight. time I saw them, his voice was vicious. It's nuts and, yeah. and like they they just sounded so tight and they got you know it was cool you know you had the the older people who you know were around for punishment or you know maybe like one of the punishment reunion shows because punishment i think in 2011 when um the rock bottom record that i was on came out uh played our record release and then uh i don't know if they they might have played once more in between then and they played the church with bad luck not too long ago um and then this was their second show back but uh to see you know like the older people going off and then you had like the young kids like kind of you know saying oh punishment like you know joe's in this band let me check it and you had the young kids going off too so it was it was really really cool dope and then uh queensway after them baltimore style right baltimore style sick dope band definitely my you know one of my favorite bands from like that area. Um, they're all, all their stuff, all their music. I like, you know, um, the reaction was great. They actually, they played our record release at, uh, the Polish club in Phoenixville. And that was, Oh yeah. Yeah. Third, I saw them there. That's right. I was the first band I said I wanted. I said, I wanted Queensway on this shit. So yeah. Yo, I, great I show, by the way, that was such a fun night. That was the vibes. The vibes at that show were, I mean, better than I could have ever wanted. You know what I mean? Like that, it was just everything. Like it just felt very PA, you know, the, totally. the smoke, the smoking upstairs, like the, you know, just everything yeah. about it, the energy happy, there, happy everything. drunks, yep. packed, happy straight edge out. dudes. Yeah. It yeah, was it, dope. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I couldn't have, that went way better than I, you know, could have ever imagined, especially given the circumstances that tsunami was supposed to play that and they were at the airport at like two in the morning our time and all their flights got canceled so they were sitting at the airport trying to figure out a way they were going to fly to jfk and i was going to have someone go pick them up and bring them down here and like we just couldn't make it work so Mm. you know unfortunately they had to cancel but um that was another thing that made them playing thursday this is hardcore so cool is that you know they were supposed to play pa and then it didn't work out but they still got their redemption so fuck yeah nice and then uh after queensway i had to leave because i'm lazy and i had to make records for us so uh i stayed up till 4 a.m and did that what do you mean make records what are you doing we did like a this is hardcore cover oh okay old school baby you packaging the shit getting it ready limited edition running the staples damn i didn't even know you had that i would have picked one up uh i got i got one for you i got you save one for the kid i got you dope dope 
So then, yeah, Saturday, we, uh, you know, no, Saturday, I know a little bit too. So I'm with you yeah. now. Now I'm yeah. we're both together in this place. Yep. Right. Yeah. So Saturday, um, every year we get down there at about, you know, eight in the morning and we're there setting up the tents and, you know, the tables and chairs and getting everything ready, you know, for when doors open and stuff. So we got there bright and early on Saturday <clears throat> and it was supposed to rain, but it held off for the most part, which was really nice. Um, that Saturday lineup, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's just so it's, it's insane. It's like, basically if someone came to me and was like, write your dream hardcore show lineup, there's like 10, 10 to 15 bands on this that I would have on that list. Sick. You know, um, I mean, I guess we'll start with Hatebreed. That was, yes. I mean, that was a top three. This is hardcore moment for me. Um, the uh, the only other thing that like really sticks out to me, like Hapri did, was like the E Town set. But that I think that's just because I love E Town so much that whenever I see them, it just yeah. feels that way. But um, yeah, uh, seeing Hapri play that set list that they played with no barrier to a room of two thousand hardcore kids, incredible. So so fucking cool. It, was, it just felt like felt like an out of body experience watching that shit. Like. I'll go on record. I'll say I've been to every This Is Hardcore except one. And I just found out today I played. How many This Is Hardcores have there been? True. It started in what? Oh, six, maybe even earlier. Well, whenever it was, I played every This Is Hardcore except one. And two times I played two sets, two different times. So you're talking to the man who played more This Is Hardcores than anybody. I played more This Is Hardcores than there are This Is Hardcores. <laughs> and I will say, I go on record, say that Hapri's set was, in my opinion, and my observation, my expert opinion, was the best This Is Hardcore set that I've witnessed. It was incredible. Hapreed was smart as fuck with that set list. They played the right songs at the right time. Kind of some people didn't know what to think. How are they going to be? They're going to be worrying about people jumping on top of each other. They're going to be worried about people singing along, worried about no barrier. Nah, they didn't give a fuck. They just can't, they played like, like, you know, I remember the playing. That was a sick set, bro. Yep. I was, I was worried about all that too. I was like, man, like, I feel like he, you know, Josta got to know his audience. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has to know what the people that are coming to this fest really, really want to hear, which is, you know, under the knife satisfaction perseverance, you know, and that's literally all the shit that they played for the most yeah, part. Like dude. it was just banger after banger after banger. And it, it yeah. so good. And it sounded just vicious. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could just, <clears throat> I can't wait to just watch. I'll probably when that, when that shit drops, I'll probably watch that shit, you know, 500 times. It's so good. Oh, for sure. This is the problem though. What do you get next year now? It's over. Don't even bother booking it anymore. It's over. <laughs> it's gonna come out with something even crazier than nah, that. It yeah. never 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 lets never lets anyone down, man. Crazy crazy Joe Harcourt will figure something out. Yep. That's a guarantee. But you started from the top just now, man. So yeah, yeah you don't I'm gotta you don't gotta give me place. you don't gotta give me every band, but give me your personal highlights. Um, like like you you just said mine. That was I was gonna say that at some point. That's the best set to me of all this is hardcore. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously 
not to not not to boost you too much, but wisdom every year at this is hardcore is something that I always look forward to because it's just like the epitome of PA hardcore. And um, you know, knowing that wisdom is a staple every single year is uh is pretty cool. And the pile up for Land of Kings is one thing that I always look forward to seeing every single year. So I appreciate uh, yeah, thank pretty, you. Thank you. Pretty cool. It was a fun um, time. Always good. Um, Pain of Truth, probably dope. Band. The craziest set. I mean, they're just they're an unstoppable force right now, man. Anything they do is just yes. larger than life. That set was crazy, insane. Mm-hmm. There's people moshing on the stage, people moshing uh, probably on the balcony, man. Like that shit was just it was wild. Like the um, way to describe that band with one word, it, as simple as it is, it, tough. Yep, uh, tough, it's a ca- tough chaos. Band. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah that, they they know what they got the formula down, and you know they do it perfectly. Yeah, it's, yeah man, they're, definitely. You know that's a band that I I don't think will ever have a bad set ever. Like they just they just bring it. You know, the, and the the thing about them, and that's this is like something with with Gridiron too. You can tell that the people in the band are having fun when they're playing, which I think is such an important thing. For sure. I think that that translates to the crowd and that translates to people watching. Like you can tell when the guys up there are up there, you know, for the right reasons and they're up there, you know, just for fun and for good vibes. And like, that's literally, you know, what they stand for. And, you know, obviously it translates to just kids losing their shit for them. That's why there should be a, pain of truth gridiron split seven inch maybe maybe in the hey, future baby make it happen baby never, talk to your people I'll, I'll never say never but um never ending game another another band you know yeah. wilf who plays guitar never ending game also plays guitar and gridiron um that's another band that's just to me it's just perfect hardcore i think they do such a good job of like capturing like that detroit you know style hardcore um you know perfectly mm-hmm. you know they're 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 great um let's see ringworm love ringworm uh and the and the thing about ringworm is like they don't really get they don't really play out a lot and they play most this is hardcore so that's another band that i really look forward to every year because i don't get to see them much yeah and uh their set's great and they played a lot of older stuff this year which was cool and uh, their merch table, they had camping chairs, ringworm camping chairs. Oh, yeah? Which I thought was a pr- pretty funny. Yeah, that's but, pretty um, dope. It's kind of a good idea, too, because people probably yeah. looking to sit their fat asses down and stand exactly. up for four days straight. Myself included, man. But yeah, a little <laughs> outside the box. Um, let's see. All Out War. All Out War, you know what you're getting with them every single time, and it's just an awesome set. Always love you All know, Out War. Incredible. Yeah. Killing Time, another great band that you don't get to see too much, but they're kind of like a staple for this is hardcore. So in the in the realm of you know, it is, yeah, it's warm, a treat. Yeah. Right. You you know, yeah, you know what you're getting. And it's they're, you know, after all these years, they still just fucking bring it, man. Every single year, it's awesome. Mm. And then strength, another another band that is just, you know, classic PA carrying the, you know, the Yo, how PA long have those legendary, guys been right? around? It's crazy. About as long as I've been alive, which is nuts. You know what I mean? And, you know, Carl, you can, and, and that's another thing, like 
he just loves hardcore so much. Like he, you know what I mean? And like that just resonates. Like, yeah, you do for real. You know, it's it's just really cool to see a band stick around for so long and still, you know, be about the same stuff that they were about back in 1995. You know, the message never changes with strength. Yes. Which, you know, I think is admirable, especially after over two decades of, you know, making music and playing music. And just completely excited to play, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the enthusiasm like, is so obvious with him and yep. it feels good, makes everybody else feel good, you know. Yep. Just makes everyone happy, smile like that's yeah, it's it's great. Big Carl, what a guy. The man. And then uh, Live It Down. Uh, and Simulacra, both them played back to back. Both those bands are awesome. Simulacra just dropped a new record, which is really, really good uh, on days. And then um, Live It Down is a band from Cleveland. And, uh, you know, you can definitely tell that they have a lot of influence from integrity and like, but they, you know, it's in good taste. Like they capture that Clevo style perfectly. Mm. And, um, Another band of dudes that just are like extremely psyched on hardcore and, uh, you know, stuff like that really means a lot to me. Like when a band gets up on stage and you can tell that they want to be there and they're happy to be there and yeah, stuff like that. You got to so, love this shit. You got to love right. it. Absolutely. Now, symbol locker. That's rough for me because it's hard for me to say that one. <laughs> does that mean something? I, I'm, I guess it, I'm assuming it does. I don't know what it means. I that, that's out of my pay grade. Yeah, man, that's a complicated yeah, I'm, I'm, deal. Yeah, I'm too stupid to know what uh, what that word means. But those guys are like a hard def- ass band. Definitely so. chess players, right? They probably play <laughs> yeah. chess, read books on uh, on the drives to the show. I'm playing tic tac toe. So, ah. <laughs> um, off the tracks, um, Bob Wilson, you know, front of awesome, you know, just fast, short songs, pissed off, you know, hardcore, and uh. You know, no frills. It's great. And they now, Bob have, Wilson uh, is in a mix with you too, right? He could, they, he kind of works the fest as well. Yeah, yeah. He helps Joe a lot with, uh, you know, like bands and stuff like that. You know, I mean, Bob just he he helps out from from top to bottom with this is hardcore. Um, I think a lot of people might not realize that Joe. You know, Joe has a lot of help from a lot of local cats that are in all a lot of the bands that they're seeing that night. You know. Right. Yeah. And that's that's another cool thing about Joe is like when he's making these lineups, like he will reach out for opinions like he he respects, you know, what his friends got to say about stuff, you know, and I think he really, uh, you know, likes getting outside feedback, you know, to see if, you know, he's making a decision of whether this band should play or, you know, this band should play before this band. And Bob is really, really good at um, figuring stuff like that out. And that's with Bob's with FYA Fest. He's so good at finding like young bands or new bands that people might not have like really checked out yet. But in two FYAs after they first play, they're playing like towards the middle of the top of the lineup because like they're the next popular band. Like Bob has just the the ear to like find this shit before anyone else. Bob should work for like a Sony Records or something like that. He should. Right. Make a move, yeah, Bobby. Good, uh, good talent evaluator. Yeah. So yeah, that pretty much sums up Saturday. I mean, that was just like the longest day, man. There was just every every single band, just one after another. It's just it was that the ass. It was day, dude. a total mission, like you said too. I was expecting rain all day, 
or at least like off and on showers yep. and it really didn't happen. So that we got blessed. Yep. The sun wasn't cooking me. Yeah. It was a pretty nice, nice scenario. Um, all things considered from like what the weather forecast said and shit. Now give me the, give me the, the highlights of Sunday. Cause I couldn't attend Sunday and I was very upset cause I wanted to see terror seal bam you know everybody knows i love terror oh yeah oh but yeah. I, I didn't get to see anything for sunday um so foreign hands opened uh they just had a new record come out not too long ago and uh they're from delaware it's like a metal core you know like poison well ish sounding kind of stuff and their reaction was nuts and uh they just announced oh, yeah? they're doing yeah yeah they they uh they got they've got a good pop and then um they just announced a tour yesterday with, I want to say it was stick to your guns, like a full month. So they're going to be out there doing their thing. So that's a band that I think, you know, could really take off soon. Fuck and yeah. then um, after foreign hands was struck nerve, uh, Marty Williams from agitator. That's his, his new shit. Mm. Um, that's awesome. It's very like locking out style, hardcore, um, which is cool because there's not many bands that are doing that shit right now. Um, and they do they do it well. So yeah, Marty, great frontman. Um, that band's awesome. Got a great reaction. And then um <clears throat> one of my favorite sets of the weekend, Sea to Pain. Uh they are in my opinion, probably one of the best hardcore bands in the past like 10 years. Seed of Pain? Seed of Pain. Oh, they, I, I gotta claim ignorance here. I don't know much about this. I gotta check bro, this out now with that. I'm I'm telling you, man, that they, they are the fucking, they're the truth. Uh, they're from South Florida. Uh, a lot of the dudes live here in Philly now. A couple of them do. And um, yeah, man, it's just, it's like metallic, like just super like ignorant metal. Like my, it's just, yeah, you, if there was one band that I would say, check out from this is hardcore it's it's seat of pain wow yeah, they're, they're that's a big awesome. one seat of pain you should you better show respect to matt for this one yeah the uh, i'm gonna get on the fucking spotify right after this joint <laughs> they're they're so good they played the same song twice in the same set and got the same reaction twice Sick. like people just go off but yeah that was one of my favorite sets of the weekend 100 percent um and we got shackled uh young new jersey kids um that shit's really cool uh, they're on from within records. They uh, <clears throat> just got done a pretty long tour, I think, a couple weeks, and uh, they came back, and that was probably one of the best shackled sets I've ever seen. I've seen a good good amount of them to this point, but uh, yeah, they got a really really good reaction. They sounded good. It was it was cool. It was cool. Good shit. Good. I love seeing like tri-state area bands like pop off on this is hardcore. Like you know, because you got people from all over the country coming, and uh, you know, to people get. To have bands get good reactions and you know close to their hometown or in their hometown is always a good feeling. Hell yeah. Then uh trying to think after that, uh our set we played on Saturday. Uh it was tons of fun. I was really excited uh to play this set because you know, for the past 10 plus years at this point, you know, going to the fest, helping, you know, getting their earliest shit on Saturdays and staying late on Sundays to, you know, set up tents and tear down tents to finally be able to, you know, play the fest with, uh, you know, in a band with some of my best friends was like a pretty fulfilling moment. So that was a uh, pretty cool for me to a be beautiful able to play. Thing. Beautiful yeah, thing. it was awesome. And, um, set was really good. Um, you know, ton of fun. That's, that's 
literally the only reason gridiron exists is, you know, for the boys to have fun too. So, yeah. and you know, any set that accomplishes that is a good set in my eyes. So Hell yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And then, uh, leeway, uh, watch leeway. Um, Eddie sounded great. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, hoping he, you know, can get over what he's going through right now and everything, you know, it's a, it's a sad thing, but I think, you know, having yeah. him play, you could tell he was generally, you know, really happy to be on stage playing with leeway. So that was like a pretty, you know, touching set. Yeah. I saw some footage of that, man. Good for Eddie, man. That's, that's a beautiful thing that he went up there yep. and, uh, and he sounded great. Like you said, and, uh, you know, let's hope he gets healthy and strong. And if anybody could, he will. Absolutely. Warrior. Yeah. Um, terror. You know what you're getting with terror, you know, every single time. Just real deal, hardcore. Bunch yeah, you of know, you always off. know what you're getting. You always know. But the thing is, the singer always plays dumb. Like, he doesn't know if it's going to be good. He always <laughs> like, I hope it's good. Shut up. You already know. You know it's going to be good. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I respect setting the bar low. I, I, I do that too. Well, I'm like, I oh, will see how it goes, you know. Of course, but, you can't um, be cocky, yeah. but but yeah, like you know, they had that new the new record come out, and uh, those songs are fucking incredible. I mean, they don't they just, they just don't make bad music. Yeah. You know? Now, where and, where do you put that new record in their catalog? I would say top five for me. Um, Man, that's tough. I would probably put it one with the underdogs is my favorite. Mm. Always the hard way is probably my second favorite. Uh, Keepers of the faith, damn the shame. I would say it'd probably be six because I I think lowest of the low might beat it out. But then when I say when I say I put it six, that makes it sounds like it's not good. But like every single record is just oh yeah, Yo, you know you, what I mean. Like it's six, but there's there's five killers in front of it like right yeah, like, right yeah, yeah yeah i mean pain in the power is fucking awesome yeah it is dope this pain in the power though was like it was almost like they i'm not saying they were but it's almost like a reaction like they felt like they were had to prove something and they proved it like yo this, it was just so straight up and raw dog that you yep. had to be impressed with it you know every I mean? song they're like every song's like just short you know i love love a short hardcore song that's you know yeah. just chorus verse you know chorus mosh part like that but, i mean that's just but at know, the same perfect. time we want those terror bangers though and the right. terror sing-alongs right but they right. were like on this record they're like fuck all that shit yep. We're going it was back. It, yeah a, a little faster than some other records and but i mean it's it's great a, it, it, a sick record especially for this point in their career where most bands would be running from that whole style yep and they jump right into it, it yes yep respect and then and then thursday this is a band i know nothing about was it off the hook or what i saw footage and i was like yo what's going on here this looks great yeah i watched i watched a couple a couple tracks uh and then people started taking the tents down to get a head start on breaking stuff down mm -hmm. so i went out and helped like like i said it's like i get why people like thursday um it's just not like a style of music that i ever really got into um, 
but for what it is, it, it's good. You know what I mean? And like, what style know, is it? What would you call it? Pop punk? Is I'm it that like, is e- like emo kind of like, you know, they're in the realm of like a saves a day or a taking back Sunday, stuff like that. But yeah, um, it does seem like they got the vibe where they're trying to make you cry or some shit. Like right, they want you to break I know, down. I know the singer of Thursday, um, has like been involved in hardcore for a long time. So yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Like that, you know, he got his band. Like I when uh Ink and Dagger did the set uh at This Is Hardcore at Starlight mm-hmm. uh a while probably like a decade ago. He, oh, he was one of the yeah, that. he was one of the singers, right? Right, right. So it was cool to, you know, a decade later for his band to play it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah it was it was cool. A strong, a strong, interesting move to have them headline like that. And as in the end, very successful. Yep. Yep. Smart fucking guy, this guy. Yeah, he's a he got a shit down. He's a fart smeller. Everybody says that. It's like <laughs> he, uh, making the right moves. <laughs> so Matt Carl, you are. This is hardcore. You're in the mix. You're fucking building shit. You're there every year, breaking shit down, cleaning the trash, yelling at kids to stop smoking and places down to smoke smoke. That's so right. that that's respect. And then this year you come and you tear the fucking roof off the joint. Like you said, that's you use that word fulfilling, and it's gotta be, bro. That's very cool. Good for you. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, it felt just like everything kind of like, you know, came full circle. And it's like, wow, like this is this is why you show up early. And this is why you go to every show you can. And this is why you put on for, you know, young kids that are trying to make shit happen and stuff like that. You know, it's just cool seeing, you know, every side of it and, you know, showing up early, staying late, and then finally being able to, you know, play the fest was, was really, really cool. Yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, just the stuff, uh, that is like, we talked about the stuff going on in California, how strong things appear to be. And, uh, it's similar here in, uh, in PA and in the Northeast in general. I mean, there's just so many dope new bands and, and, and they're not like it, PA used to have this thing where the band would come out and it would be dope. And then they'd put like one or two things out and then disappear. Right. And, uh, and that's, that happened for a long time. And it was like the same old bands. They were still doing the shit and everybody loved them and respected all that. But then every time there was about, you, you think, okay, n- another band's going to be in a mix after like a killer seven inch, they would just never be heard from again or something like that. Right. But right. now there was a lot of one and dones that were way too good to be one and dones. Yeah. But now we're getting a vibe because now there's bands that are like, and yourselves included, that are like, okay, these guys are putting out now albums that are dope. Like this is, this is the next thing, you know. And then these bands ain't going anywhere, you know. And we got like the Jesus pieces now, and and, and it's just it's really good, you know. They're they've been around for a long time themselves. They're right. like you know, and seven years at this yeah, point or it's something. It's like they're yeah. an established band, and uh, and that's one thing, PA kind of stopped on i always wondered like you know you mentioned like even war hungry and like i'm like no these bands are dope and then they just kind of like you never you don't hear from it anymore right so this is this is kind of good the way things are going man yeah and i I think technology just has a lot to do with it It makes it easier i mean because us for instance you know will who writes all the guitar shit for gridiron he lives in michigan Mm -hmm. you know and we're all from the tri the rest of us are from the tri-state so Mm -hmm you know us being able to use technology to practice and write and do stuff like you know makes it makes things easier and i think that's probably 
you know, a big help to bands, uh, you know, to keep gaining momentum and putting out new music and stuff like that is it, I just feel like it's a little bit easier now to do that than it was in the past. Certainly. And, and to put it out there for people that might not know, your band is comprised of a lot of people that are also in other bands. Like you mentioned, uh, um, never ending game. And what other bands are, are the, are your members in? Uh, Simulacra. Okay. That's, um, that's the one I had yeah, trouble with. Yeah. Xavier, the <laughs> other guitar player. Um, he, uh, he writes all the, the Simulacra stuff. He plays guitar in Simulacra. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Jake who plays bass, uh, he is, was, he's in payback and, and that struck and struck nerve. So Damn. he plays bass in a few bands. Yeah. That's sick, bro. Like right there. Like, you know, and that's, that's another thing, you know, uh, if you look at PA, you know, from even way back, the earliest bands all shared members because right. there wasn't, we didn't, it, the scene is, is, you know, when you go to a show like this is hardcore and you see that you're like, oh, wow, this is great. But the scene is small, you it know, is. and it uh, is. yeah, the pool is even smaller of like active people that want it, don't mind hitting the road, don't mind investing into gear and learning how to play. You know, it's even smaller than the scene itself. And, uh, it, it's always cool when you got shared members now in your particular band, you got like, you got like five dope bands comprised of, of this one band. It's, it's right. very and, cool. And that, and that's the thing I feel like, you know, when you surround yourself with people who are like hungry and they want it, um, you know, those kind of people will find each other and, and make shit happen. So that I think that's why there's a lot of overlap and stuff because like it's the people that really want it, you know, will link up with other people who also want the same thing. And I think that's kind of why I think a lot of uh, bands will share members and stuff like that, which is which is cool. I mean, it's cool to see people want to get out there and get after it. Yeah. And that's the only way when when stuff is, you know, this is like slim pickings, even, you know, or my early stuff. If, uh, you know, I mean, I shared I shared members you know we mentioned strength for a reason Mushmouth, crutch no retreat all of these guys uh box cutter you know fury of five right like it's all the same guys you know what i mean right <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's you know an outsider might be like oh that's goofy but nah that's like these are the lovers of the shit you know these right. are the guys that love it all right what do you got you need somebody all right i don't got to be the guy in every band you know but it's like you know i, I write all the music for this one but i could just play in that one you know, right. And, you got you got nine or ten friends and everyone just wants to grind. And, yeah. you know, you can you can make five things from those nine or ten people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and even like, you know, it's like and plus you see your homie and he, you're like, oh, he'd be a great front man. Let's make him a band. Right. You know, exactly. let's, let's start exactly. a band for this guy. And, and boom, right. boom, boom. Yeah, it's a, it's very cool. And I like to I, I see this the way this bloodline is playing out. And there's so many sick bands in the area now just exciting times man and the weekend got me all gassed up as you can see yep so it never fails it always it always has me leaving like it you know when you walk out those doors for the last time of the weekend it's just like it kind of just makes you realize like how fucking cool hardcore is and like you know just how important it is to our lives because like you know there's times where you can get consumed with work and with you know real life shit you know, and then this is hardcore weekend is always a weekend where like that stuff kind of goes away for a couple of days, you know, and you get to kind of reassess things and decompress and, 
you know, some, sometimes you fall in love with it more, fall in love with it again. You know what I mean? So I think that this is hardcore is a huge staple to keep hardcore going, uh, in the right direction and, you know, going full speed ahead. Yeah. It's like our, it's like our Christmas, the the weirdo hardcore kids Christmas, you know? Right. So what a beautiful thing. Well, listen, I'm not going to keep you all night because I I know you just ate a pizza. You probably want to lay on the couch and watch Soprano reruns. I don't blame you. Oh, yeah, uh, that's that's what's next. (laughs) (laughs) So, yo, what do you got coming up? Anything good? Uh, Yeah, we got Sound and Fury in a few weeks. Uh, We'll be heading out to Cali to play that. Um, And then uh, in September, we're playing uh, what's called Hold Your Ground Fest. And that is uh, in Toronto. And the cool thing about that is um, we're playing on Saturday and then, uh, Will who plays guitar and great iron, he, uh, he's a big Lions fan. And obviously like I'm a big Eagles fan mm-hmm. and, uh, all a never ending game are Lions fans. So, um, Toronto's not too far from Detroit. So we're planning on playing on Saturday and then driving to Detroit because it's week one NFL and it's Eagles lions in Detroit. You better so, hide that green gear in Detroit, oh, son. No, nah, the, the green gear is out, man. They'll throw you a beat out there. If I gotta take a couple lumps, I will, but I'll I'll do it. I'll do it with an Eagles jersey on. Hell so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not an Eagle guy, but I respect. I respect right, yeah. Y'all. So it, it'll yeah, that should be cool. But yeah, besides that, um not not too much. There's a couple things that are in the works, you know, later in the year that that'll be pretty fun. Um, and then we got uh the triple B days, streets of hate. Uh, they did like a collab fest, uh, and that's happening in September as well in uh, Brooklyn. I believe it's Brooklyn. And uh, that's like a two-day thing with Tsunami and uh, Pain of Truth. Gridiron's playing it. A bunch of sick-ass bands are playing it. So that should be a lot of fun. You got Yeah, that's um, going to be dope. Yeah, that's, um, you know, Restraining Order, C4, which is another awesome band. Volcano, they put out. Uh, record this year and that's that's another one of my uh favorite current bands is uh volcano so if you haven't checked them out yeah, volcano's yeah, the name of the band the, truth. the band is called volcano and wow, they're, they're playing hard they're playing on the same day as tsunami it's the it's the natural disaster day oh my gosh that's a devastating place it's, it's gonna be crazy so basically you're telling people check out volcano and check out seed of pain Seed of pain. Yes, okay. no doubt. I got to write that shit down because I'm going to check that. And I'm telling everybody that this Gridiron album is the album of the year. And so check that shit out and uh, thank me later. But all right, homie, I appreciate you taking some time. Yeah, no doubt, Richie. Thank you for having me on, bro. It was fun. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, no doubt. I'll talk to you. All right, bro. Peace. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!